everybody doing out there talking shit? That's right. We are talking shit on November 21st, a couple days before Thanksgiving 2023. This year is going by super fast. Today, what I want to talk about, first of all, let's get the right lighting because this is, uh, I look I look super orange here. Today, what I want to talk about, uh, to start off, I want to talk about the Demon 170. Um, I remember the big hype over the original Demon that it ran like 9.30 or whatever, or 9.80 or whatever, in the nines. And then it took them months and months and months to be able to duplicate that time. Now, supposedly, the Demon 170 is an eight-second car, and people are out there already running 9.3 in not-so-favorable conditions with E85 in the tank, and that is the allure of that car. The fact that it is E85 ready, off the rip, getting you to have a... I don't know, low 9, high 8 second car right off the rip. But the problem is going to be, as always, only the elite will have them. Only the people that have a shitload of money and are willing to pay a $100,000 markup. Unless you really know somebody and got it to you for MSRP, you, the, the layman, the regular person, <coughs> the non-shop owner, is going to be paying close to uh, $100,000 over MSRP. We'll show you a, uh, a tuner. Ripa tuned on Instagram. I follow him. And he was able to click off a 930 with first and second gear leave without any traction, really slipping and sliding all over the place. But the car definitely has some potential. Also, Whipple announced the release of their S650 Whipple kits. We'll see how they go. What are your expectations? Of course, they're putting out there behind the asshole horsepower numbers. Now, again, you and I both know Making power to the rear wheels on a dyno is one thing. Putting it to the ground and actually making use of that power is a completely different thing. We'll talk about both. We'll also talk about a post where Murder Nova got himself into an F-150 and he posted that he put a Whipple on it with a, on top of a Texas Speed motor. So apparently he wants nothing but problems. So we'll talk about how silly the combination currently sits at. We'll see if he... We can bring him into the light, but I have a feeling that these Hollywood types that know everything will not want to be what will not want to get taught coyote stuff by the coyote kings. But before we do that, let's have Mr. Bill O'Reilly say hello to the people. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Absolutely. It sucks! So we'll talk about Mr. Two Auto Solutions. He built the perfect Gen 2 car today. Perfection. 1,100 horsepower. 900 pound-feet of torque. VMP Gen 3. 2.8 upper. 20% lower. Perfection. Leave it alone. Race Motive. Race Motive on Instagram. I don't know if the owner's alive. I haven't heard shit from him. We'll see what the deal is. DNA Half Performance. The online parts house to get all your parts period nobody else i support nobody else dna have performance parts from parts from.com parts from on instagram parts from everywhere takeouts miscellaneous coyote stuff complete cars check them out conformance.com ultimate header ultimate header.com penis nick jane Calumet Transmission, Calumet everywhere. So, we'll talk about it, but not before saying hello to the people here. Travis, 2000 MCR, Joe Swish, Monty540, The Wolf, Kellen Socks, Maki Mock, Click Off The Horse, Jeff Betts, who's going to copy my setup. Monty540, Valley, Tesbeat, hello, hello. 
Jeff Betts, hello. <laughs> Darren Harper, Ray Ray, Leon Fels, Mac Attack, Paul Pontiu, Gallo Bravo, Michael Laredo, Itchy Bison, 2, JZ Foxbody. Amongst a lot, Adam Martinez, Puro Pinche, 956, a la verga. <laughs> Nardi Mercado, Dustin Garrison, Demarcus DeKinnis. <laughs> Demarcus DeKinnis? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Nardi Mercado, Kevin Castle, Phil Fez, JD Swag, Justin James Phillips, Stroke 302, Mustang, Josh Stroke again, Elver Galarga, Savar Martin, Black Tacoma, Matt Oliver, RCSB Ricky, TJ Skorsky, Brian Oltry Koba, says yo, Greg Alexander, Alexander Salvia, who's a BMW owner, Nazo, one of one RTR, Bono Bird, Sham Green, B Lavesh, let's go all the way to the bottom, see, blah, 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 blah. Mendoza's Dean High Performance, period. If they sell Whipple kits, buy them from DNAHotPerformance.com. Hey, Dean High Performance, do you sell Whipple kits? Are you on, on track to sell those shits? Morgan, underrated and technical. Dero Fox, Mike Jones, Gray Mustang, Kellen Stocks, Rich 5 Kate, me, DNA again. Brandon, Angel Puerto Rico, and 3R Welding. Let's get right to it. No bullshitting around. Demon 170s are starting to be put out there in the wild, and they are racing them. Rip a tune on Instagram. Took one to the track. Made a couple of hits. Volume warning, pendejos. Hey, hey. track needs help needs some milk but according to him he was able to click off check this out overall the powertrain in this car is underrated and i believe he's making much more than 1025 behind the asshole power cars violent for a stock vehicle we were able to get a 488 out of a 4,000 plus pound car 60 to 130 with multiple four nines all day da today was plus 400 plus 580 i guess the car ran nine three in the quarter mile, 147 with a soft 1-4. That, I don't care what the fuck you say. That's impressive. So, what can that car do unlocked? If Ripatoon gets his ho a hand, because he does dodge shit. Like, if you don't follow Ripatoon, and again, there's, there's full-blown performance. There's Dusterhoff. I know. I get it. But I don't know a lot of people that are tuning Durango's to go 8-4s in the quarter. I don't know many other people that have gone... 847, 165 with a fucking Durango, son. And they uh, pretty commonly mess with TRXs that are in the low nines, 923, 149. Now, I don't know anything about them. I don't know them from Adam, but I know one thing. The cars he fucks with run a number. So respect has to be put on his name, regardless of what you think of the homeboy. But what will these cars run tune? Well, eights is going to be easy. Eight is going to be cake. This car has 66 miles on it. It's, it's basically as showroom floor, and it was able to bust off without any help tuning, tweaking to any torque management, transmission tuning, whatever. Zero tuning. It's 93147 for a 4,000, sorry, a 4,002 or 300-pound car clicking off 147. You and I both know, negative DA, 
tuning, bitch is gonna fly. So I'm happy to see that, but the problem that you're gonna see is the markup on these things. So you're starting to see hundred plus thousand dollar markups. But again, you saw you saw dark horses for a hundred thousand dollars and stupid ass motherfuckers are buying them. Then finally they were pretty much called out to be duds. And then people all of a sudden were like, well, uh, I'll put bags on it. People like Steeda Autosports was putting out there 10 nines on a stock Mustang. And then they go through the list. And at the bottom right, it says car weight, 3,200 pounds. How did you get 600 pounds out of that car? That's two Lizzo's. How'd you... That should be the main thing. 3,200-pound S650 runs 1090s. Then nobody's shocked if you know how weight works. But that's besides the point. I think I'm on the weird fence now. I used to think this is going to be the last hurrah. I thought this was going to be the last hurrah, and it would be done. But now that you're starting to see, because if you guys pay attention to Twitter, you pay attention to politics, you're starting to see the green agenda start to erode. That's right. The green agenda is going away slowly. They're cutting back on people that push green energy. They're cutting back on people that report on green energy. They're cutting back on everything green energy related. And I think it's because after people start seeing the polls, people start seeing what people are doing out there, the way people are voting, I'm telling you, I think there's going to be a massive turnover. And you saw what happened in Argentina. A hardcore, not libertarian, but he was like a traditional liberal, but he sounds like a hardcore Republican, won the presidency. In, a, in Argentina, if you know anything about Argentina, it's super hardcore, woke, left. So I'm starting to think and have some hope that the EPA, that the green energy push, all that stuff is not going to really take place if ever, if people start voting, in my opinion, Republicans and right-leaning people into office. So the Demon 170, even though it's going to be the last hurrah for now for ICE-powered vehicles from Dodge, that doesn't mean they're going to stop ICE development. There's still going to be straight-six hurricane motors. Mustang's going to have a V8 for probably for foreseeable future. Trucks are going to be V8-powered for a very long time, especially F-150s. So it's not going to be over. Now, the tuning. I don't understand why Ford Performance, and look, Ford, I'm talking right to you. You know the people that say you don't listen to me. We have just made your platform on the stock ECU. Again, Brett's doing it on MoTeX stuff. We're, we're, we're in the stock ECU sandbox. With a stock ECU and a math sensor, a 6R80, and mostly stock components, we are pushing 3,300-pound cars into the 6s comfortably. Not 6.991s, 680s f- fucking five times and a 679 finally. And we still think we can hone in on this platform a little better. Imagine if we had tuning available to the 24 Mustang. People wouldn't be gutting their cars, removing 600 pounds from the car. People would actually live comfortably on a nice car and be able to run a number. Now, I understand the government is mandating you to only give access to people that have CARB EO certs. 
So Whipple announced that they're going to have an S650 kit. Now, will it make power? Absolutely. Will it make... Will it make so much power that you're impressed? No. And it's not their fault. They have to play in the government sandbox. They have to play in the, within those rules. So they are limited to what they can do. Hell, you could see that there's some kind of funkiness going on because they still have to use two cold airs. So there is some hard-coded stuff in the calibration that Whipple has to live with to be able to be forced to use two cold airs. You and I both know simplifying everything in one cold air is going to make the most power and have simplicity. But the fact that there's two cold airs gives me the indication that Whipple is playing within a certain rule set and they have to live with two cold air intakes, which looks utterly ridiculous. Now, it's one thing if each cold air is fitting a throttle body for a whole bank. That makes total sense, especially NA. But it makes no sense if both throttle bodies are in the same manifold entering the front and then the manifold distributes the fuel and air unevenly, in my opinion. If you have one throttle body on one bank, another throttle body on another bank, a la Nissan stuff, I would 100% understand two throttle bodies and two cold airs. But the fact that Whipple has one supercharger, one throttle body, and two cold airs, tells me there is a lot of weird nannies that they are not willing to turn off Ford, not Whipple. Ford and Ford and Whipple have to play in a certain sandbox. Blows my mind. It blows my mind. Uh, logical. Logical, exp logical, proper blower setup is one cold air. But for whatever reason, they have to do two. So it'll be interesting to see how much power it makes to the rear wheels. And more importantly, how does it perform at full weight? I've always told people that it is silly to gut your car when all you have to do is wait, supercharge it, and it'll run the same number you gutted your car with, with a blower. So let's say somebody buys a GT, shoves a Whipple supercharger on it, stage two, 855 behind the asshole power, and it runs a 10.8. How stupid do people that spent $15,000 to gut their cars look in a supercharged car, completely full weight on pump, gas and a Whipple tune runs in the tens, making everyone who spent 15,000 bucks and all these stupid suspension components run a similar number. What are you more impressed by? Are you more impressed by an NA car without a tune that goes tens with 3,200 pounds and $15,000 in car parts? Or a 10 to 11, $12,000 blower pump gas, absolutely full weight going down the track, running that number. I'm one of those guys that wants a fully loaded car that gets down the track running a good number while keeping the creature comforts. So we'll talk about a lot of things today. We'll cover many things. Also, I saw a post for Murder Nova. I'm going to look it up because Devin Lewis, one of our guys, tried to bring him into the light. And Murder Nova's reply was, was telling. Because, let's be honest, Murder Nova doesn't know a goddamn thing about coyotes. Right? Murder Nova is using Texas Speed for motors. They don't know shit about coyotes, right? So Murder Nova goes out there and puts up a post on Facebook of a Whipple supercharged F-150 engine bay. And what's the first thing one of our guys notices? Locked VCT. How many trucks have you seen lock their VCT? None. None that I know of. Locking the VCT on a truck 
you are now limiting a lot of the things that you can do. And luckily, one of our guys tried to bring him into the light. That combination would lose pretty easily to a properly spec 3-0 leader Whipple Coyote equivalent build. He is absolutely right. Already from the picture, there are a few mistakes by locking the VCT out on the cams, losing tons of low and torque, and a blower combination that already lacks it. Exactly. The Whipple-Blower combo with low boost is not that strong down low. A Edelbrock 2650 or an Odin 2650 destroys the Whipple when you need torque. At moon boost, sure, the Whipple will, will roll out. I would... I would go back to the beginning with a competent tuner and do this right. This is set up for lots of headaches and tons on the table. He is 100% right. So, Murder Nova says to Devin Lewis, a blower lacks low-end torque, LOL nice. And someone said, Alex, you should bring this guy into the light. And I'm like, nah, based on his reply, I want nothing to do with it. I, Joe Goodwin. Joe Nathan Goodwin. Murder Nova, he's actually right. Get with Lund, lock the, lock the exhaust, but not the intake. Alex Flores, school this pro. And I said, nah, he's not teachable yet. You cannot go online. And, and, and imagine if I got a 2JZ. I don't know. Let's talk about LS stuff. I am not well-versed in LS. I am not an LS expert. And I am humble enough to go to late model performance, Kong, and people that I know are experts in this game and get on game with them. I have never come on this chat and said, LS, I, I know so much about the LS, this and this and that. What I would say about the LS is, you can't go fast on an, any LS platform unless you cam it and fuck with the heads when there's a Coyote, full fuel and boost, and Jake's truck made a thousand fuel, fuel and boost and it was happy. So somebody like that who has never fucked with the platform, Never mess with the platform. He just saw Midnight roll out. Every Midnight truck is tuned by Lund. So when he saw that, he must have been like, man, I got to get in on this game. Gets in on that game, locks VCT, and gets a Texas Speed Motor. That is craziness. A Texas Speed Motor, Coyote specifically, I give them... Zero confidence, especially with locked VCT, because let's be honest, what angles did they lock the VCT at? Are they one of those engine builders that know more than anybody else and say, we know where to lock them? Fuck you. Ah, and then the tuner goes, no, you don't, because based on our vast tuning experience, they should be at this angle. Actually, you should retain VCT. Interesting stuff. We'll see how that develops. If he reaches out, he better be humble. You better come at us with humble pie, son. If not, vaya con Dios and have VCT and low-end issues nonstop with that setup. If you want to reach out to Lund, we ain't sucking your dick. Nuh-uh. You got to come correct. And we're going to treat you like any other customer. Don't give a fuck what channel reps your shit and if you're on TV or not. So we'll talk about it. What do you guys think about the Demon 170? What do you guys think about the Whipple S650? What it will perform? And do you give a shit that Murder Nova put a uh, Whipple and a locked VCT Coyote in a truck? VMP is coming out with a dual inlet supercharger. It looks goofy as hell. Correct. But again, they need to live in the Ford sandbox. Guys, Whipple has a single supercharger, single uh, inlet with two cold airs. Like, that's goofy. You don't think the Whipple kit is goofy? You think the Whipple kit looks legit with two cold airs? But yes, the VMP Odin or whatever the fuck Marvel character they want to call it, 
is gonna have to have two cold two throttle bodies so that they can utilize the two cold airs. And to be honest, I would rather two 80 millimeter throttle bodies than one 163. I think two, we played around with that five years ago, Jake and I. I used to have a girlfriend that had a coyote car. We bolted eight and made it operational via a special harness, a second throttle body, and just dangled it off to the side to see if it would fail safe. Not only did it not fail safe, the car threw no codes and no issues on a stock tune, which made me think, this is possible. But you know, we never developed it because there wasn't really a market for it. Now, everyone and their mother wants two throttle bodies on their ship because they think it's gonna make more power, and I think a big single will be okay. But with, with VMP specifically, if they need to live in that sandbox, it would be better for fitment to have two cold airs and two throttle bodies for fitment and supercharge. I think they're taking a more innovative route. I don't think they're better. I hear all these rumblings about a 3100 TVS I haven't seen dick about, but the fact that they're actually developing something for the S650 Mustang is smart on their part. And it's really smart to retain stock-ish throttle body location so that you can utilize the stock cold airs. That's right, imagine the VMP kit slides in and you can just take the two existing cold air intakes and put them on. That's a winner in my book. Can't wait for Lunt to tell customers to get rid of that dual inlet throttle body crap and put a single in there. I don't know if that'll happen because if they gotta live in that sandbox, we'll see what the deal is. Why would you want to lock the VCT on a Coyote? Um, You wouldn't, you wouldn't. Look, we proved that you can go sixes with intake VCT because intake is the most important cam to uh, suck in the air and you can manipulate you can get more torque you can get more horsepower you can phase it whichever way you want and the exhaust cam can kind of stay in a certain angle but people like that that get texas speed stuff whipple probably provided a free blower and they locked the vct vaya con dios tell me what would be the dumbest setup on an ls you'd ever seen based off of ignorance and again i am not an ls expert but I, I guarantee people do LS stuff that people make fun of. Like locking the cams on a stock NA Coyote is so fucking stupid. It's not even funny. Like it is actually hilarious that you would lock the cams. Why? To get chop? Stop it. Stop it. No way a stock sealed Coyote, the car shipped, it ran in eight seconds. No way a stock sealed Coyote, I, the car, oh, what the fuck is talking about? Oh, what the fuck is talking about? Jesus Christ. Very impressive setup, and you mentioned about two-auto solution building that Gen 2 with a VMP Gen 3 or 2.8 pulley, 20% lower. Murder Nova should have looked at Chuck's Coyote Fox body. So let's go to uh, Rami Zaidan. One of uh, Rami Zaidan sent me an email or a message, and he built this motor. He specced out the car. He did everything, and he did a great job. Rami Zaidan, shout out to you. We tuned it today. No, and this is the best thing about Rami's build. You want to hear something crazy about Rami's build? We used a two-year-old tune. I said, hey, Rami, what's different on this car? He goes, I built the motor. Did you keep the same cams? Yup. Did you keep the same cold air? Yup. Did you keep the same supercharger? Yup. Did you keep the same fuel? Yup. Did you keep the same injector? Yup. Use the same tune. And wouldn't you know it? And listen, we revved this motherfucker out to 80-something hundred, bro. I said, yo, rev it out. Fuck it. It's built, right? Let's test your build. Give me an 83, 8400 RPM hit. Listen to this bitch sing, son.
let me pull up the graph before I do that. And let me. I don't want. I don't want to show something. You know, we, we get into these group chats. I want to. I want to pull up the graph. He sent. Oh, did he send the graph? No, he didn't send the graph. Damn it! I think he sent it on Lund Racing. But it made 1,119 horsepower and almost 900 pound feet of torque, built 100% in house by him. E-Force on any LS makes no power. A giant cam without the top end to feed it, says Joe Swish, which is a wrongly built LS. I'm 3100 died a few years back. LT4 guys then made zero power over the 2650, unless they found something new in the rotor pack. I think what needs to happen is on a 3100 TVS, I'm going to give away some stuff here. I think the case... VMP is going to have trouble making power with the 3100 TVS because the case design isn't good. How many of you have seen a Odin run a badass number? Eights is not badass anymore. The fastest and quickest car they have has an old rear feed design. So the old rear feed design on the 2650 seems good. But for some reason, the 3100 rotor pack at the current or the way it was built before didn't really gain anything and i think it has more to do with the case design than anything i think if you want a rotor pack that big with that kind of rotor pack design the case has to be wow the case has to be ridiculously refined that i think the volume it needs to move that air it would make the case look so stupid that even though efficient looks are going to be something that people are going to look at. And you're going to closely mimic what Whipple is doing more than anything. Like if you're going to make a 3100 case, it's more than likely going to resemble what Whipple is doing with their stuff. Look at my uh, rear feed TV uh, uh, 4.5 Whipple. Right? There's a certain case design that is favorable to bigger rotor packs. So I think the case design is going to be the issue going forward. James Willem says, boosting 5.3s and swearing... The bores are thicker. Big cams, stock converters, and stock gears. One or two throttle bodies and fast intakes on 450 to 500 horsepower builds. Are rectangular port heads work best with LS3 intakes under 7,000 RPM. So, locking a blower truck setup is stupid on a Coyote. Now, let's make it easy for the dum-dums. The torque doesn't necessarily come from the blower. The torque comes from the cams in conjunction with the positive displacement blower, I can make in the tune a loss, a massive loss of torque, even if you have a Whipple or a big TVS mounted on top. Depending on the cam angle, intake cam angle of your Coyote directly dictates airflow and torque and horsepower numbers. Make the engine bigger at low RPMs, Make it smaller at high RPMs via the intake cam phasing. Then you get torque and horsepower. But he's a street outlaw. He knows more than everybody. LOL. Whipple makes no low-end torque. LOL. Cool. Dapper Dan says, I can't wait to see what the centrifugal kits are going to look like on the S650. Right. Well, Procharger already did that. Procharger released probably the stupidest looking inlet I've ever seen in my fucking life. But again... They are working with Ford's sandbox. There is something happening with two cold air intakes that Ford is saying needs to be retained and hard-coded. And tuning should take, take that shit out of there. Tuning should simplify things. 
why would you need two cold airs if you have one throttle body? Whipple has one throttle body. Why would you need two cold airs? Makes no sense. Some of the comments give me aneurysms when you try to read them. Alex, I know that there's no benefit to locking the cams on a coyote. I was just meant, why would you think it was a good... I was just meant, oh man, why would you think they think it was a good idea? Okay. So, a lot of people that build coyotes for the first time think that locking the VCT gets rid of an issue. And it actually introduces more issues. So... If they lock, okay, Texas Speed, what angle did you lock the cams at? And what cams are they? Are they stage one comp three comp, comps? Are they stage two comps, stage three comps? Are they stock cams locked? And if they are, what angle did you lock them at? What angle did you lock them at? What angle did you lock them at? Did you lock them at the parked angle? Did you lock them at the optimum performance angle? What's optimum performance on a PD supercharged F-150? There's no stock tune for that. Tell me, what is the optimum performance cam angle on a F-150 that is supercharged? Intake and exhaust. Or did you do the dumb shit where you take the cam card out and you go, well, well, before top dead center and I got my wheel and I got this and this and that. Meanwhile, the tensioners are loose. Meanwhile, your tensioners weren't pressurized when you set the cam. Did you, did you pressurize the send? Did you pressurize the tensioners when you set the cams? Did you? Okay, so now let's say that now you're introducing more issues, right? So when that truck turns on and they set four cams up without tension on the, on the chain, on the data log, when the sensors are in the back reading, one bank is going to sound one way, the other bank is going to sound another way. Have you gone to a track and have seen twin turbo coyotes and one bank sounds a certain way and the other bank sounds different? I've seen it. I've seen it all the time. Every single time I see a coyote with bullhorns, with locked cams, one side goes blah, 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 there's an imbalance. A cam is off about two or three degrees on this bank compared to that bank. Let's keep going introducing issues. Let's say your cam angles are now causing an overlap. What happens to the bypass valve when you have no vacuum? What's the bypass valve doing when there's no vacuum? You're introducing more issues than you need. Stop locking your VCT. Stop locking your cams. Keep VCT active. Unreal. But uh, Lund doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. I wouldn't be lying if I said photographing a Demon 170 sale and didn't make me want a Hellcat. Sold for an astonishing number. Why don't people understand that moving the cams gives you the best of both worlds? I wonder if the Twin Intake Ford's new gimmick, maybe they have more in the oven for this goofy setup. Can you run C85 on E85 tune? Yes. I'm late, but let's go, says Bryson Witt. I made tools to keep my tensioners out on my four valve. Robo style, good for you. You thought ahead. 
Alex, do you think the S650 is running off the two MAP sensors or off of one MAP sensor in the intake manifold? Kellen, it's probably blending. It's probably doing all sorts of weird shit, which I think is hard-coded, and that's why they have two of them. Anyone have Alex's Patreon link? I'll go there. What the hell? Go to my Patreon. I answered like 40 emails today. I don't know why. I mean, I'm psycho, but I'm saving people time. Patreon. I'm saving people time and money. I'd like to think I'm saving people time and money. But, you know, what are you going to do? I'm going to go ahead and put it on the chat and then make it a sticky or a pinned chat. If you want to sign up for 15 bucks a month and get questions answered, you know, I, I post things that I don't post anywhere else. I post videos and articles and just notes. But mostly it's for you to get a hold of me and I can get paid for answering your questions for a $15 a month fee. Sounds stupid? Cool. I can. Pro- if Sean would have come to me, or anyone at Lund, all them issues you're going to have with the lock cams, you would have been like, done. But if you said, man, I want this thing to chop like a son of a bitch, I wouldn't have been able to help you. I would have been like, bro, vaya con Dios. You want to go fast or you want to chop? But I want to do both. Stick an LS in it. Alex, the Crown Vic ran a 10.712 for the day of local track. Figured you'd be interested to know. I am, I'm not interested to know, like, at all. But, Alex, Honda guys lock their cams all the time. This is getting deep. Everyone's going to go listen to their cars after this episode. Listen to your locked cam coyote right now. Do you have bullhorns on your junk right now? Go listen to one bank and really listen. I'm saying really listen. And listen to how the car starts. Oh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. You could tell something is off just how a car cranks. You ever hear a coyote go, chugga, 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 rum. And then you hear another coyote go, chugga, Um, Does this car have lock cams? Yep. Can you clean up startup? No. Why? Because these four cylinders are not acting like these four cylinders. Bank one, blah 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 blah. Bank two, blah 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 blah. What the fuck ham angle is this? No vacuum by the bypass will kill the blower so quickly. Thanks for answering, Alex. You got it. Hey, Bondober, tell me what happens on a Whipple front feed Gen Five when the bypass sees zero vacuum. Report out showing. EV losing 4% value monthly depreciation. Hearts on those. Green agenda crumbling. The green agenda is crumbling. Midget Toss says, a while back you were speculating a plaid still considering or did you move from it? We'll be cool to hear your perspective on an owner level. Midget Toss, I put that money towards the Fairmont. The Fairmont is going to be a long-term project, but I couldn't teach you anything with a plaid. The plaid would have just been 100% pleasure for me. Now, if I get rid of the Fox body, let's say the Fox body, I get it and run a 10, which I think it will, NA. And then nines with a 150 shot. Sell it. Unless I stick a C4 in it and run for eights with that motor. I could probably do that. So that's a long-term project that can stay around. Corvette, love that car. Never get rid of that car. GT500. If I sell it for 60000 bucks or some kind of weird trade where they give me a car and then a bunch of money on top of that, but I have cash, like heavy cash flow, the Plaid would be just a pleasure car. I, I don't know how to bring you a perspective on that car aside from 60 to 130 quarter mile which we know it runs a 9.4 9.5 or maybe a 9.3 on, on a you know low da day because there's i'm sorry high da day because there's less air to cut through so i don't know i don't know what i'd be able to bring you 
without being forced to bring you stuff. But do I want it? Absolutely. Who doesn't want a nine-second, 1,000-horsepower sedan? Um, James Williams says, as a former ASC certified master tech with advanced engine performance, I know the value of VCT. Lord have mercy. I wish Chevy did it before the LT6, four-valve cylinder, and VCT. Um, boosted Lucky just ran an 8-2 on his second test pass for TX2K with a 3-5. 3-5. 60 to 130. Not bad. Not bad at all. It's a, it, I think it's set up similar to my old GT500 setup where it ran 8-1. About 1,100 horse. Uh, turbo 400, unless he has a stock transmission. Locking the cams on a Coyote basically makes it a four-valve with good heads and a better computer. Um, boosted idle. Plaid money going towards hush money. Exactly. Are people just scared of a cam phaser? This is not a 5.4.3 valve. The Coyote is VCT. Guys, it's Texas Speed. No offense. A Ford Racing Illuminator is 10 times better than anything that Texas Speed puts out. Sorry, Texas Speed. You don't necessarily have a great reputation. What's your reputation? And LS stuff. I don't think Billy Badass Texas Speed built LSs are a thing. People go, okay, uh, it's a good mid-engine shop, but like, don't you go to late model and go to LME and get your shit done there? Late model engines? I think it's late model. It might be LME. I'm not an LS guy at all. Or you go to Alec Bledsoe and go, spec me out a Billy Badass 427 or whatever the fuck. So, in my opinion, Texas Speed is like the basic, just run-of-the-mill engine shop that just pumps them out. So, But a Ford Racing Illuminator, I think, is way better built than anything Texas Speed could put out for Coyotes. An Illuminator is legit. Did the guy say anything about the rust on Hush Money? I haven't sent it to him yet. I don't want to bother him. I, I should have. Look, I've been busy. I'm hoping he sees the video and goes, I'm going to hit him up. I'm going to say, hey. Uh, at this minute, juncture of the video, or here's pictures of the, the rust. What do you think? And if I just didn't have time today, it was a busy day. Trade for the GT500 for a plaid, right? Um, Whipple Gen 5 with a big cam will cause bypass to stick open, have a weird pause, and they can't really fix without a nitrous pill. I own a Tesla already. Your perspective on cars is just interesting to hear. But for content, it doesn't really make sense for you. There's nothing to mod exactly. Nothing to teach, nothing to mod. It's just an enjoyment vehicle and a troll vehicle. Um... The problem with the last hurrah of ice cars is that they're all $300,000 or higher. Yeah, you're not wrong. It, it, you're not wrong. James Williams says, Alejandro Flores, when the Coyote came out, I was hating because of the camp phasers. I don't personally know anyone in the Coyote that's had a phasers fail. How often does this happen? Less than 1%. Phasers failing is like so rare, it's not even funny. And once you really understand how they work, you end up with GT350 style phasers anyway. Keith Bush so happy Hush Money is making the comeback. Thanks for the info. Keep it the hard work. Yes, I bought a power washer. I'm going to pull it out and power wash everything. It's got 30 or 40 years worth of crud and gook. And I want the builder or the uh, fabricator to have the easiest time possible. And I'm going to power wash all the nasty shit that's in that car to make his life easy. But I still have to take out the gas tank. I'll be doing that this weekend for sure. You see the goofy plaid Car Eroy, you think it went eights with nobody ruined the car though? Yeah, I, I I agree. I wasn't a big fan of they just absolutely gutted the car to go fast. I would have preferred if they would have employed somebody to maybe see how fast it can go the way it sits. Cutting a car up and making it a Leroy Eroy version of it's just good for content. Excellent for content. 
I just don't like that shit. Texas Speed is the cleanest of the Coyote world. What was Hush Money's fastest pass in Coyote Trim? Any idea weight-wise? 3,500 pounds, 857 at 153. Hey, Alex. Last year, I believe you mentioned Lund releasing a new device. I didn't say Lund releasing a new device. I said Lund is looking to potentially release something, but there is no, no, that's why I didn't even want to mention it, but I wanted to let you guys know that there is movement. There is something happening we're waiting on to see if it's something that's even viable we're waiting to see if the firmware is to our liking programming takes forever and i don't know why but i'm telling you it will sell 200 units in one month so if lund decides to do that release a new device they probably have to line it up open the order order banks and it's going to be a madhouse because Nardi or Devin or Cheryl are going to all have to ship those devices. And a lot of you guys are going to want to say, I want my tunes transferred over to this. So then the device is going to have to be picked, shipped. Then that ticket is going to have to be merged with the customer ticket in order for you to have a seamless transition into getting your car updated with the new device then we have to make sure that the instructions are made um, we have to make tutorials we have to make video tutorials we have to take pictures we have to test it test it test it test it and you want to hear something crazy and this is preliminary I do not have facts behind this but the rumor is this new device will flash all the way back to two valve shit I'm not saying buy it for your two valve because we don't fuck with two valves. But for Lund Racing purposes, it'll be 11 through 23. That's right. 21, 22, 23. This device they're looking at might be able to flash all Coyote platforms. That'd be sick. Um, so, Alex, you seen anything about the performance of the two? Shut the fuck up. What's he doing? Shut the fuck up. Admiral, stop. Nobody cares. Like, I got into it with Turvy the other day. You want to see something funny? Bro, Turvy is like retarded, retarded. So, the other day, uh, you know, we talked about Turvy, you know, doing what he does, sucking at literally everything. Uh, but he must have been in his feelings. And by the way, he he changed his name to, to Diamonds or something. His name on, um, on, the, on the thing is... Diamonds are in the something. I don't know what it is. So, on the hush money gets prepped for a professional, safe, and legal cage video. Right here. Cheruviate must have been feeling some type of way. He said, damn. And y'all said, my car was a hunk of crap. That's right. He's saying hush money is in worse shape than his tuva. I said, this car is 10 times cleaner than your turd. By the way, his name is Diamonds are in the rubble. He goes, your car looks like it's sat in a field its entire life, and then you slap the drag pack on it. I said, it ran 85 and 157. Oh, that's right, 157. Yours has duct tape holding the harness. Sit down. He says, and you put what? Roughly 8K of actual hardware into that car? Funny. I don't even understand that. So the Booster Coyote 680 fuel system, dead to control back. Please, Turf, stick well to make fun of my build more. Let's make a bet. Hush Money 2.0 goes sevens before your car has a running V8 in it. He goes, well, duh, no shit. <laughs> and then he went back and forth, and he's just like, look, Admiral Peck 
is on the same wavelength. He's on the same spectrum. That's why Admiral Peck, I love you. I just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take your comment seriously. Talking about the three O fusion and all this bullshit. We we're Lund racing, not Lund passengers. Imagine upgrading your intake, all of a sudden your wipers don't work. This that is programming. It's a cat and mouse game chasing replicating the bugs. I get it, but man, why does it take so long? Please tell me you guys seen the Celine S650. Nobody cares. Cobra Bubbles, nobody cares. Celine has not been a thing since the Coyote came out, really. Like, how many Celine Coyotes do you look at and go, I want one of those? Most of them came with either Edelbrock superchargers or um, Kenny Bell superchargers. And he is now begging you to pay money so that he can prop up his company back. That's right. Celine needs money. And they said, oh, by the way, the money that you give us, you have no rights. Celine owns the rights. No, Celine is dud ass dead shit. Nobody cares about Celine anymore. Um, what's to say here? Mendoza says uh, to Joe Swiss, if a welder could sneeze, it'd look like Turvey's Weld. Would be subbing a Patreon soon, bought a 14 GT500, wanting to get some vetted info direct... Directing to take it, nothing crazy, mid-10s gold. Boy, that you could do mid-10s super easy on a 1314 GT500. Tyndall728 says, Alex, my buddy got his Camaro remote tune and said his tuner could tell he was Richard Watt. However, GM doesn't have stock widebands. Is the tuner just pulling his leg? No, narrowband. Narrowband tuning is a thing, and it goes by voltage. So if I'm not mistaken, the higher the voltage on a narrowband, the more rich the car is running. So some people do narrow band guessing, and I'm not a big fan of that kind of tuning because it is not accurate enough for me. Turvy is a waste of air. Celine Coyote is what we want our swap for our cars, right? Celine was on Facebook begging for money. Turvy's car belongs to the Monster Jam Arena. Only Celine worth a damn is the 99 S351. You are correct. Or the S7. If it's not an S351 or an S7, no Celine matters unless... It's a SSC Fox body, in my opinion. Lund passenger t-shirts for the win. Diamonds are in the rubble, just not on Turvey's pile. All I'm saying, nobody cares. Uh, tip, Celine, <coughs> tip, Celine is the guy in the street begging for money and mad because you didn't give him any money. Okay, we'll look at it because, Jesus Christ, 2024 Celine. I'm going to waste my time looking at this thing because it's going to be a typical stupid... Yeah, of course. I knew it. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. Oh, my Lord. This looks like it was built by an old guy for a car show. You know? I'm just I'm just like... I'm kind of sad for Celine, man. You know? This is, this is just... This is just stupid. And some of you guys are going to go, I don't know, Alex. I think... It. Yeah, I love these fucking tires that, that have Cadillac, Eldorado-style yellow walls on it yeah yeah. i can't wait to it's a piece of shit bro it's a piece of shit i i i'd rather the stock car i'd rather the stock car this is the previous generation gen 3 that looks better this this looks good see it doesn't have stupid gimmicky stuff it retain i like this i don't mind this at all do i do i want to go out of my way and pay one extra dollar for it no but this this is better than this. Again, this is way better than this. It's just, I, Celine is over, bro. And I feel bad because that guy was like a juggernaut in the industry for a while. But I don't know what the fuck happened. Did he snort all the money? 
Like, what happened to Celine? Like, what was the demise of Celine? Did he just, like, snort all the money? I don't understand how a company can be mismanaged that badly. Maybe Carol Shelby should have helped him out. I don't know if why Carol Shelby didn't help him out. I think he should have helped him out. Where is, uh, where is he? Uh, he should have helped. If Carol Shelby would have come in there and chewed gum in front of Steve Celine, he would have learned something. I came here to chew gum and chew gum. And I forgot my gum. <laughs> uh, hey, Alex. Uh, it says, Freak 5 Would you suggest gapping the rings on a Gen 3 Illuminator for a Gen 3 Whipple? Car C, no more than 7 to 18 PSI things. Yeah. Well, Illuminator? Ah, fuck, I wouldn't. But if you have the ability to tear it down and do a good job of putting it back together, it can't hurt. You want to keep the ring lens as happy as possible. Even though the motor's forged, you still want to be able to push some boost through an Illuminator. I think an Illuminator is such an underrated engine. I'm telling you, like, it is insanely underrated. Hey, Rami Zaidan, send me the horsepower graph of the car we tuned today on Facebook, please. Rami Zaidan, send me the horsepower graph of the car we tuned today on Facebook, please. I want to show the people what a properly built TVS Gen 2 is capable of. It's just wonderful. I love it. And it's manual. Um, S251 was a cool car back in the day. Boosted Coyote, is timing always ramped in based on knock sensors or jammed in on the 85? On the 85, we jam it in. On the 85, I'm not a big fan of letting the knock sensor add. This is why. I know you have the Octane. You have the Octane. The T85, yes. You tested it, yes. It's trimming fuel, right? Yes. Here's the commanded spark. And imagine there's one table. Okay, look at it this way. Spark advance on a coyote, generally, generally, okay, two main tables dictate how fast and what the cap is, meaning the ceiling for the time. So let's say the speed that the car sees the timing is set to zero. The knocks, and let's say your cap is at 20 degrees. The knock sensor is going to add timing up to the cap. It's going to go, woo. It's going to, you're going to look at it on the graph and it's going to be wavy and it's going to slowly eventually make its way to the cap via the knock sensor. When on that other table, I can go, you see that sucker go like this to 20 and stay flat because I know you have the octane. Now, you're not going to slam that timing in at 2,000 RPMs. You will blend that a little bit, but anything above 4,000 RPMs, vaya con Dios, here's all your shit. Pal carajo. I believe that Celine was kicked, Junior was kicked out of the company. Let's be honest here. The current gen Mustang was made for boomers who want to look good at the hard parking shows. Deal. Scott and Whipple, I'm an 18 F-150 RCSB 4x4 stock 3A pulley and aftermarket tune. What well, the horsepower do you think is fun for daily driver? 580 to 650? 586 and it feels good, but I need more punch. 650 to 700, but the problem is you're on pump gas. So you're going to need either Octane Booster or E85 to live in that area safely. Great show topic. Where did they, where did they go? Ford Edition. Exactly. It's like, what happened to Steve Celine? And what was his demise? It's almost like I need um, to interview him. Um, da, 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 da. Phil Fitz, how much of a difference in power does a brand new VMP Gen 3R have over Joker's performance ported Gen 2R? Wow. 100, 200 boost. Like, 
you would be making a thousand on a Gen 2 R ported is difficult. Uh, 2.4 upper pulley or a 63 millimeter pulley. The smallest pulley thimble you can get on a Gen 2 R and a 20%. After a certain amount of time, it just makes heat. It just makes more boost and heat. But a Gen 3, make 1100 plus. And this is Rami Zaidan, customer. And I showed you the dyno pull. Boy, what a guy. Why I love Rami. Rami's a good, Rami's good people, man. I got to admit, he's really good people. So, here we go. Oh, damn. Look at how smooth, Papa. Bro, you can make fun of And this is a two-year-old tune I didn't touch. 1116 rear wheel horsepower. 866 pound-feet of torque. Remember, this car has cam, so torque is going to be low. Remember when Sean from Murdenova said... Ha ha, low torque on a, on a blower. Guess what? Yes, especially if you can figure the cams to make horsepower. This is a manual car that's set up to run the half mile. He's going to live above 5,000 RPMs. And at 5,000 RPMs, this motherfucker is making 800 pound-feet of torque. If you go straight up, it's probably making 800 right here at about uh, 5,500 RPM. Let's say right here. Wow, damn, Rami. Rami, good job. At 5,000 RPMs, Rami, your car's making 800, 800. Papa, good fucking job, bro. 800, 800 at 5,000 RPMs? Shit. But then the VCT is phased in such a way that we go from 800 horsepower at 5,000 RPMs to 1,100 at to 7,600 RPMs. Guys, this this is the magic of VCT. You saw at 5,000 RPMs, the car made 800, 800. And then when VCT allowed more sauce, we were able to make more horsepower. Typically, when a car makes the same horsepower as torque, it carries that through the whole, through the whole pull. No, this motherfucker did exactly what it was supposed to do. That is a wonderful example of what VCT does to a tune. We're making 800, 800 at 5,000 RPMs on a stick Coyote, and it ends up at 1116 at 7,600. Badass built in-house at Two Auto Solutions, the best domestic shop in Puerto Rico, period. Period. There's a reason he's a sponsor of the show. Um, Alex, the 2011 GT500 got sold while I was away on a work trip. 13, yes, you know who bought it, Nestor? Another follower of this show, a gentleman that follows us on the show, hit me up on Patreon. He goes, bro, I picked up that, that, that 11 GT500 and I freaking love it. So he says, <coughs> so that I was on a work trip, 13 Gen 1 Coyote versus 15 to 17. Don't even ever consider a Gen 1 F-150 Coyote. Never. Gen 2, yes. Gen 2 is great. Gen 1 F-150 Coyote is a dud, I would always lean towards a Gen 2 F-150 over a Gen 1. Um, D's Nut says, Steve has had all the parts on lock. What is it? Uh, in my opinion, that was their biggest problem. The SC-51 biggest issue was timing knob on the dash, knocking like it's Turner's fist, like Turner's fist on Tina's head. Ike? Ike Turner's fist on Tina's head. Wow. Uh, uh, domestic abuse is not funny. 
But that's kind of funny. Power didn't even drop off. Exactly. That graph is absolute eye candy. Steve Celine, when starts his own uh, business, SMS Supercars, dropping the like. Gotta go retro later. Alex, what is your opinion on adapter plates for blowers? I've been seeing some dumb shit on YouTube. I thought they were a restriction point. They might be a restriction point. It all depends on how the plate is made. VTech kicking in, but seriously, that looks fun as hell. Imagine you have a Coyote that makes 800, 800 at 5,000 RPMs. And then if you were at two and a half more thousand RPMs, it makes... 300 more horsepower and retains the torque at 800 talk about a car that not only will hook after five or six thousand rpms but keep pulling all the way over to 7500 on a vmp gen 3r badass build congratulations that's the perfect car that's the perfect car does the white trip delete 11 GT500 in Portland on Craigslist for like $33,000? Gen 1 2013 Mustang Papo says Nestor Bear. Oh, um, damn, Nestor. It depends on what you want to do, bro. Out of those two, if you want a drag race, you get you get the truck, 6R80, and you boost it. If, ah, bro, I, I don't know. The Gen 1 motor is limited to about 720 or 30 rear wheel horsepower. So, Nestor, you got to decide what you want to do before... I can answer that question. Is Hush Money going to get a turbo setup? Was curious EET goals are going to be? Yes, Silver Surfer SS. So this is the goal with Hush Money. Get a legal cage in it. You saw that that cage looked like a death trap. It was bolted in, fully bolted in, but it was a death trap. If I would have crashed, I probably would have gotten impaled by that roll cage. So I never had that full confidence in the car in an event of a crash. And that car took a hard left on me one time at Mod Nationals, and I ended up in the other lane, and I didn't know why. Until I found out that there was too much air getting underneath it, and that's when I put the air dam and the wing, and it, and it stabilized it quite a bit. But I thought, this is stupid. This is just too fast for what this car is. So let me go ahead and just, I, I don't have the, guys, building, a, a, sending a car to get chassis work is huge money. It's big money. It's baller money. Okay? So, what's an 850 cage, a mini tub, and front tubular cost? It's probably going to be close to 20000 bucks. Okay? You understand? That's good money. Then, when it comes back, I got to shorten the rear end. I want to put a 15 by 12 with a stretch 275 and slam the motherfucker to the ground. There's a certain look I'm going after. Do you know what I am saying? And then... I got to start thinking about the power plant. Power plant, people are going to go, Alex, you had that in there. Why you, where are you going to put it in again? It's the, the motor's been out of the car for two years. So, you know, but I want to support people. And Senior is excited to lay out the turbo kit on that car. And based on what Senior did with the Grey Goose, I have the utmost confidence that Senior can design a great, efficient turbo kit for that car. Now, I don't want bullhorns. So senior, if you're online, no bullhorns here. You're not going to have me sucking in fucking fender fender gas. I want the exhaust run out either the middle of the car or out the back. I do not want bullhorns on my shit. I am not a fan of bullhorns. So that's the only instructions I would have for him. I also want to support Jake. Based on what happened at World Cup, we had a eureka moment. And I said, and Jake got his mind working, and he's like, bro, I came up with this. And I go, I want to run that. When will it be ready? He goes, probably a year and a half or two years. I'm like, that's probably when the Fairmont will be ready. So, <coughs> Fairmont, stock Gen 3 bottom end, Gen 2 heads, 
probably gen and probably locked cams. Now, the reason locked cams is they're already locked. But if Junior says no, intake VCT, you got it. So it'll probably get intake VCT 3 2 setup. Gen 3 bottom end, Gen 2 heads, Gen 2 timing components. If it's Gen 1 timing component, I'll get a Gen 1 manual control pack and we'll do it that way. Or we'll see. If the lock cams allow the car to spool up okay, and if I got to move the cams a little bit, we'll see. There's a lot of things that are uh, at play, but it'll have a 6R80. That's right. It'll have Jake's new up, new thing that he's working on, and I want to be able to support Jake's program and support Lund Racing by having the tune for Lund Racing and have Senior design the turbo kit. But this car is not going to come out until it exactly like I want it to be safe nice good parts in it good floor good paneling just quality stuff in it not super high end but quality enough because what i had in there was literally a death trap of a piece of junk that was just fast gotta run thanks alexis monty rogers thank you sir craig walls in the house right trying to mimic the stance of craig walls notch eh? i see you no this is the car i want to mimic i'm going to show you a car that was running Orlando, Orlando RVW. Was it RVW? No, X275. Orlando X275. X275. I think it was the World Nationals or whatever. Uh, X275 shootout three years ago. No, no, no. Orlando. Ah, oh, fuck. Orlando Speed World. Was it the World Nationals? World nationals wall street nationals 2023 there we go let's look for it together guys there's a car that i saw the stance and i'm like there it is that's exactly what i want my car to look like i think it was x275 i'm gonna put the volume way the fuck down uh is there like qualifying let's see the eliminations pro mod world street nationals pro mod pro mod eliminations oh really you don't have x275 x2 x2 275 let me see uh damn they don't have it oh there it is right there oh i found it this car sits exactly like i want the fairmont to sit to sit it looks like it's some kind of falcon or something oh look at that car on the left kiddos that's how i want the fairmont to sit lower than a motherfucker And I believe he has RC comp wheels. Oh, too fast. I think it's like a 3.9 car. <laughs> oh, Lord. I got to see the side view. If I can see the side view of that car, there it is. There it is. There it is. Oh, baby. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Come on me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, look at how this car sits, bro. Damn! Oh, what the fuck? How, what, what's the quality set? 1080, 1080. Look at that. Look. Oh, my God. I, I just jizzed in my pants, bro. I want the tire in the fucking fender. I want it in there. I want it. And I want the front tire in there. 
I want it to look like a ZZ Top fucking lead sled. Bro. Oh my god. Bro, I want the car to sit low. So that means that, so that means I gotta shorten the rear end by a by a lot. You know what I'm saying? Brother, that's how I want my car to sit. Fabricators on the chat, fabricators that want to work with Alex, that's how the Fairmont has to sit after it comes back from the cage. Period. Nothing else would suffice. Stuff the tire. 275 on a 1512 in that pitch. Still keeping the 8.8. Make it happen. The ET goal. Um, it's going to have a stock bottom end. So Mendoza's Coyote, that's going to be my limitation. Stock bottom end. I want to see what's the quickest I can go with the stock bottom end. What is the stock bottom end coyote overall record? I know. Gay. I'm about that life. Alex, would I would take my chances with your old cage than Diamond Dallas Triviate's wild cage. <laughs> Nestor. Alex, 700, 800 real horsepower, reliable fun on the street, daily driver, nothing crazy. I'm not into drag racing. Get the truck. This is why you have to do less to that truck to get 800 rear wheel horsepower than you have to do to the S197. And you have the added advantage of all wheel or four wheel drive. So what's going to be more fun? A 800 rear wheel, 800 rear wheel horsepower, four wheel drive F-150 that you can stuff the family in or an S197 that you might have to replace the motor in to be able to achieve the 800 horsepower goal. Guys, that car is beautiful. That is a gorgeous, gorgeous car. Um, rest in peace, headphone users. You're not getting that for $20,000, buddy. No, I'm not getting that for $20,000, buddy. But I can get the stance. I can get the stance. Not the whole tube situation, but I guarantee, bet me, I will get the stance. It's about shortening the rear end and the proper wheel and tire setup and mini-tubbing the car. Bet me I will get that stance. Stock bottom end, keep it out. That low torque curve, keep rods alive. Exact. Yes, that was 8th mile racing. Guys, you want to see really, really badass racing? The X275 RVW stuff in World Street Nationals in Orlando is it. Like, it's elite stuff. It's not like junk. It's like super elite racing that you got going on down there. And you can look at these cars and go, boy, these guys get after it. And Orlando, Orlando is a legit, legit track when prepped properly for these events. I mean, seriously fast cars. I think this car's a 369 car. Procharge S, uh, what is it? SN or uh, New Edge. I think this is a 36 car. Oh my lord. Oh my fucking god. In the eighth, bro. Stop it. He's already dead. Jesus. I mean, serious, serious car. So yeah, I, I just looked at that. I saw that car sits super nice. I'd love for my, my car to sit. It doesn't have to sit exactly like that, but I want it to be low, low. Um, what is the small stock, stock bottom end record? High sevens? I think it's in the high sevens. Mendoza Coyote says, yeah, I'd feel safer with your cage and Torviati's death trap. How would you build a 6 second 60 to 130 streetcar Fox? 6 second 60 to 130? 6 second 60 to 130? 
600. I have an eight second 60 to 130 Fox. So I would say a 600 horsepower Fox. So let's say a 150 shot on my car would probably be a six, six second 60 to 130. That'd be, that'd be cool to try out. You got a Nestor Berrios? You got it. On the, I'd rather get a truck than the other one, than the S197. Did you see the Leto's Law episode about legal monitoring of your car without your consent? All I could do is think of calling the 24 Mustang snitch. Yo, I messaged Lund with the same question about changing tunes. I had three email replies in three hours. I was bamboozled. Yeah, probably Nardi and Devin. Nardi and Devin are on top of their game. I wish the faster H-pattern cars tried their luck in X275. Only one or two people have done it so far. Uh, Turvey's car is NASA-inspired. The car splits apart when it's up to speed. Oh, Jesus Christ. Corey, GMs have been snitching ever since they started putting OnStar in them. Correct. Alejandro says James and Williams. Is the rear suspension stock style or four-link with the panhard bar? Um, It's stock style four-link with a panhard bar. James Williams. Fox bodies are four-link. Oh, no, panhard bar. No, no, it has an anti-roll bar. On my car, it's going to be... Four link with a uh, anti-roll bar. And I've seen my style suspension be deep fours eighth. So I have no issue with running that car. And the fabricator is going to reinforce the torque boxes. It's not like he's just going to throw a cage in it and be done. He's going to do through the floor subframe connectors. He's going to attach the battle boxes together. He's going to reinforce the torque boxes because they're just going to rip out of the back if there's sheet metal uh, welded. And he's going to tie everything in. That's what I'm paying the big money for. The craziest part about Dust, Dustin Diamond Turvey out this video is Alice complimenting him more on his hair than his wealth. <laughs> For a frame of reference, what did the Grey Goose run in the 8th? 4.4. You understand, guys? 4.4 was the Grey Goose. Brett LaSala has been 4.0. These cars are 3.7, 3.6. Somebody went 3.48. Did you see that? Sent you a link. Uh, I got a guy here in Detroit, 4x4, a.k.a. F-150, Whipple, killing it. Did you send it on Instagram? Instagram? I'm sure you sent it on Instagram. You didn't have problems. <clears throat> Let me see. A bunch of zeros sent an attachment. Oh, okay. Who's this? This is a... Oh, Jesus. It's too loud. Uh, so it's a Cybertruck? Someone, someone sent me a Cybertruck. So I don't think that's what you're talking about. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show that. Um, when you get your car done, head out to BMP for testing. I'll come check it out. I probably do Orlando more than BMP. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a fan of BMP at all. There was a live stream. Um, Street Heat. I guess TRC held an event there a couple of weeks ago or a week ago called Street Heat. So the kid that was putting on the live stream said something that blew my freaking mind, guys. If you post a pass from a popular YouTuber that happens to stay up there, Cletus, before, before he posts it on his page, you're going to get a call from him. I'm sorry, the last time I checked, you can film anybody out in public and post it whenever the fuck you want if they're out in public so he's like i don't want to post cletus's videos before he posts them because he'll give you a call i'm sorry he's out in public it's not a private rental i would understand 
a private rental. But I don't understand somebody saying some dumb shit like, don't you dare post my videos when I was out in public racing my car in public. Now, maybe common courtesy, sure, but what are you going to do? So this is the video that DNA High Performance sent me. What's going on here? Four-wheel drive, 21 plus F-150, 22 F-150 in Detroit. Quick truck. Hey, shifting good too. I wonder if we tune it. Honestly, I wonder if we tune it because the shifts sound crispy. No kidding. I've been 102, 60 foot and low 430s in my extra 75 car with stock suspension. 100% stock upper and lower tone Fox. <laughs> Holy shit, Craig. Craig, you've been 430s in the 8th? With stock suspension and 100% stock upper and lower torque boxes? Bro, look, I'd be happy with a 4.9 in the eighth and a 7.9 uh, in the quarter. Bro, Craig Walls' car sits so pretty. I can't wait to see you see that car, get that car sorted. And once you get that car sorted, I would love to just have a, a run through of the car. On the, even, even though maybe you guys don't care, the fact that he's a subscriber and a member, I'd absolutely put him on the channel. Do you think I'll need to go to various locations for the front and rear of the upper and lower trailing arms or do you have them already? I have everything. All I need to do is, and Craig, I might need your help on this, brother. You might need to email me at ydbtforlifeatgmail.com. Who would you send your car to to have the rear end shortened, new axles, flanges welded, and have proper fitment with a 1512 on a 275 with a mini tub on the Fairmont and have the right stance. I don't know anybody. Maybe the guy I'm using for fabrication can do it, but I don't want to pay another three or $4,000. I have to slowly spread the wealth around over time because I can be in debt really fast. Damn, that sounds sketch as hell. Just got in, I'll catch replay later. If he calls, I'll take it down for 10,000, nothing less for that. Who are we kidding? Either way, it's a Luntune in that truck, that's funny. Um, yeah, seriously, Craig Walls, ydbtforlifeatgmail.com, if you need to, I need to know who you would use for fabrication, maybe you do? Look, I would love nothing better than to have a channel member, I will pay you to do the work, or if you know somebody that you trust. Again, the fabricator I'm using is excellent, but I gotta pony up the money for the cage first, and the, and the mini tub, and the front tubular stuff, and then we'll see what the budget looks like after uh, he's done with that. <clears throat> Tint soldiers, rear end for the work. I don't think they're going to work on my shit. Really? Stop it. I, I mean, they seem legit, but I, I'd i have to ship the car to them. Or or can I do it? But the thing is, I don't have any... F Jake can do it, and a couple other guys locally here can do it. I, I, I just want like guys that do it for a living to do it, not guys that are capable. It's one thing to have guys that are capable of doing doing it versus guys that do it for a living do it. Like, I'm sure there's a guy out there, a tuner, that can tune a Coyote decently. I'd rather have Lund Racing tune it because they do it for a living. Similar thought process. Drop a body, say hi, says Matt Benoit. Cold start, having backfired through the manifold, sound like a rod knock, and the drivability from two to $4,000 is what sold me on switching tuners. You said TIT Vision was too backed up. Yep, TIT Vision is three to four months out. And in three to four months out when I'm ready, he's going to be three to four months out again. So no, I'm good. Um, Alex, oh look, Turviat is in that. Turvi's in the house or diamonds are in the rubble? Diamonds are in the rubble? Fucking clown? Alex, you went H? That sucks!
You and eights, Alex. That sucks, says a guy that has duct tape holding his harness to his radiator shroud. <clears throat> Terminator, glass roof. Uh, Turby said he'll do it. A YouTube corrupt anti-free speech liberal company says, is there a certain power level? Damn it. You would recommend going from a 305-4517 to a 315-50 ET sheet on a boosted 10R car doing street stuff? Yeah. Anything over 15 or 14, 15 PSI, the 315 is just that much better than a 305. I do it. Look at the C Nardi. Do we have? Ah, he's going to love that. I'm going to hit him. He's going to, he's going to, yo, Alex, talk to me. Talk about me on the chat. So, um, C Nardi, C Nardi. We tune him. Guy crashed his shit the other day, too. So, C Nardi put 315s on his car. And I guess it like hooked. And it was like, oh, look, it hooked. <laughs> Where is he? 10R giveaway. Oh, maybe he didn't have a... Oh, here it is. Here he is. So. Uh, what did it say here? Da -da 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 -da. I think this is with the 315s on. And I think he didn't bolt in his seat properly. So when he did a pull, the passenger straight went to the back of shit. Never hook 16 and third. Fuck no, just need hot. Need hot tires. Holy I'm shit. My phone. Fuck that phone. It didn't go out the window. Oh right? no, it's in my. <laughs> so I guess, if I'm not mistaken, they put 315s on it and this is how it sits. Oh, it's a Hoosier. Damn, that's a big old meat back there. That's a big old, big old meat, boy. So he uh, put some 315s on the car and it hooked. Hey, see, Nardi, you're doing the right thing. Big fat tire on a sketch surface is better than a 305-4517 and stuffing it into the quarter panel. So, good for you. Nah, he's going to love that I mentioned his shit, so he's probably going to post it on his thing tomorrow. See, Nardi about to need to build 10R soon. He knows it. Hey, man, that grumpy Jenkins idol out of a small block is pretty gnarly. What the fuck is he talking about? Coyote was coming in a little too high power. Um, Larson's race car chassis, Larry Larson can build it. <laughs> you guys are like, send it to skinny kid race cars. I'm like, what the fuck? This is a... 8.8 .8, that needs to be shortened by the proper axle weld everything on make it all fit I, I i will i send it to you you show me where i will show you where i want the tires to be you make it all work after that did you ever see that video of ford edge and the mustang i said no alex what do you recommend for a whipple 16 m6 okay what tire eminem eminem if you're a 10 psi a 305 45 17 easy if you're a street tire, like a 20-inch, an NT555R2. If you're a stick guy and you do a lot of street dig stuff, I would do a bias ply. I would do a bias ply 27 by 11.5 by 17. Oh, 28 by 11.5 by 17. Who's your quick time pro? See, Nardi's a good guy. I owned his Cobra after him. Good times. Alexander Salvi says, how difficult would it be for London Racing to tune a whole new platform like BMW? We're not going to touch it. We ain't fucking with that. We're not touching it. We are busy enough with Coyote stuff, Ford stuff. We're not going to touch a BMW at all. Why? We make our money with volume. Tons of volume. And Alexander Salvia. We would need access. And according to everything I know that 
I don't think you can access everything on a BMW unless you take it to some Russian and unlock shit. I'm good. I'll pass. Um, I was watching the guy the other day. What do you need? What do you need with the seated drag springs? Two, three, eight spacers on each side? Yes. Two, three, eight spacers. You might be able to weld them together or have somebody weld them together for you on each side. And they'll, they'll, the car's going to sit high on the back. But somebody said something so good for IRS cars that it will make it so easy for you to understand. On an IRS S550, you essentially want two pogo sticks in the back. You want it as stiff as possible. You don't want compression or you don't want the tire to go up. You want the car to rotate. Let the IRS do some work. So you want it as stiff as possible out back. Let the car rotate. And if you notice, every single time a bigger tire 315 car with big power gets on the track, it does massive crazy wheelies. So then you have to tie the front end down whether it be with spring or really expensive shocks or actual moving weight into the nose of the car. So two pogo sticks as stiff as possible in the back, big tire, make sure the dampening and the spring in the, in the front is proper to not do a big stupid wheelie and you'll have the best results for IRS stuff. You take a needle over a Pilot Sport 4S? Absolutely. I'm a drag race dude. I'm not a turning guy. Um, Matt said, I said to the Instagram, I'm good. Riley Newfus said, I'm sure, I'm 99% sure you're my tuner, and I can, and I sent you a log yesterday. The other day, my car fell on its face, wasn't sure what it was. I think it was bad gas, 6 to 130, now 7 tenths faster with new gas. Crazy, yes, Riley Newfeld, I think I'm the guy tuning your car. Tavian Hackwell says, Alex, recipe for 800 wheel on the Gen 2 Roush, and the best auto body for tuning, thanks. Gen 2 Roush, you do for 800 horsepower, you need a 72 millimeter upper and a 10% lower. You're going to get E85 fuel system and ID10, ID1050Xs, a PMAS 120 cold air, and a CJ65 Ford Performance throttle body. And we've got all major brands and tires for sale for Black Friday. DNA getting after it. Eric Yo says, big gun. He's capable, not bad on the wallet. Aiming at a Gen 2 control pack, Gen 2 with Comcap NA Stage 3, 6 or 80 in a lone tune. Then Whipple with a 3.6 pulley, my dream for the Fox swap. That actually sounds pretty good. That actually sounds like a pretty healthy setup. Look, again, if you want to soften the blow of a Whipple down low, aftermarket cams, like a ComCam Sage 3 is the way to go. Or if you lock your cams and put them in a position that they make best power at high RPMs, your torque will be lower than if you have VCT active, Sean... You bet, bro, you're going to learn the hard way. So that's okay. It's all good. Hopefully he's sponsored. Amen to the Nitto versus the Pilots. Turvy, no offense, but your fab work is not good to an eight-second pass. It will never pass tech. I do give you props for trying. I'm not busting your balls. Just be smart about tuning it safe. Dude, he's going to kill himself in that car. I guarantee it. I like front-runner chains that were in section hate. I like front-runner chains that were in section hate. Yes, the limiters. 10% overdrive lower just for clarification. Correct. (laughs) <laughs> not, not underdrive. <laughs> Can you do crispy goatee Cletus style for the lulls? No. Uh, Alex, what is the lightest drag pack that looks good still? The lightest drag pack is not street legal stuff. Um, Bellac stuff is, is kind of on the heavy side. It's more aesthetic. RC comps are pretty light. Um, welds are kind of heavy. So honestly, you're going to go with like a Bellac and RC comp. 
uh, everything else is on the heavier side, in my opinion. You got it, uh, YouTube Corrupt. Elva Galarga says, you have to run one or two degrees positive camera in the IRS too, right? Correct. The IRS has to go like this. Okay? So when the IRS is cocked like this, static, when you launch, it'll go, you understand? So imagine two pogo sticks on your IRS and it looks like this. And then when you launch, the IRS geometry will drop everything and go like this at launch. So theoretically, you should be driving around like this if you have a drag car and you want the best possible traction, you want to drive around like this. And then when you put it to the wood, the IRS will not squat, but let's just say the geometry of the IRS will straighten everything out and go like this. And the dampening has to be tight in the back. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to get a 6 second 6130 with a full weight premium car, 4,000 pounds, ESSG3, 120 headers, 3,500 DA. I think you can do it, brother. Drop the like, catch a replay later. Bogart is one of the lightest setups, too soft for the street, though. Correct. I had one of the original Bogart wheels, and the outer rim was pressed in. It wasn't a bolt design. It was a pressed-in design. And one day I was driving to VMP, and I took a left, and I saw the rim go off that way. The, the outer rim, not the whole rim, the, the, the lugs were still in, but the outer part just walked away that way. And I went, what the fuck just happened? And I go and look, and the outer part of the Bogart was missing. And that was like a big issue. And I don't know if I posted that as a video on the channel. I think I did. Hey, Wheeler says, I almost blew my m race, race, race master front runner at 120 miles an hour with heavy braking and hit a pavement transition. Literally bulged the tire on pieces and treads were missing. Off topic, Alex, um, was that little lady filming on the Hush Money video? I'm not going to say. I'm going to keep all my, I'm going to keep all my personal life personal. Everybody Niddles says, I replaced the pilots on my 19. They last longer, are cheaper, and actually work even in turns. I love the RC comp stuff. RC comps are going to go in, the, in Hush Money. 15-12s in the rear, 17-4 uh, in the front, and I'm going to try to slam tuck that guy just right. Only Rear says RPF1s are amongst the lightest street wheel they can use for drag pack. I posted a BMW running 8.9 with an 18-inch Hoosier the other day. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Alex, the drag pack you had on the red car, they were nice looking. Corey Grayley currently has it on his car. It's an R, an S71. So S71s, S71, S71Bs were on the red car. Alberto says my bad luck skinnies are 23 pounds with the front, but I hit a pothole and they probably get fucked. Bumble swipes. Is VCT better left enabled off a L99 with a mild camshaft? No, what the fuck he's talking about. Brett Salah went 633 on the welds. No reason to go lighter unless you're pro mod status. You got to understand Mendoza's coyote. He has an abundance of horsepower. So it's not the wheel. It's if you have no money and less power, you want the lightest stuff possible. If you have an abundance of power, you want the strongest stuff possible slow 99 says no unless you got to have the turvy spec wheels 22 by 12 in the front <sighs> you know turvy's a special guy hopefully he gets his head out of his ass pretty soon but based on his comments on my video i don't think he's there for a long time be locked useless for roll racing yes what are you gonna do spin spin the rim independent of the tire roll racing <laughs> brandon Paget. You don't need beadlocks for anything unless your rim is spinning independent of the tire 
and you mark it at the track and go, okay, there, I, I'm finally spinning the wheel inside of the tire, so I need bead locks to lock the bead better. But for roll racing on the street, you don't need anything. New Jump Performer says, what do you think about Mustangs getting banned from Texas Cars and Coffee? I talked about it on the last show. So I think as an event organizer, you are smart. You don't want rev contests. You don't want Hellcats, Trackhawks, and potential Pookies in the media. Hellcats and Trackhawks. You don't want to hear OJ the Juice Man talking all that shit. Quarter break, half a break, whole break. It's better for you to outlaw that whole situation. So, Mustang guys, what do they bring? Gayness, Starlight Headliners, Only Rears, and Rev Contest with Corsa Blow My Dicks. Pookies bring in their RTs and Hellcats at 28% and just do want to do a sideshow in the middle of that. So, if 3% of the population, car-wise, if, if, if 3% of the car population caused 80% of the problems... Wouldn't you outlaw 3% of the population of the car world? Ooh, Alex is, is, treading, is treading lightly. Um, okay, da, 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 da. get some ported VMS wheels. L99's LSD with variable cam, don't care. This is just a launch shout out. Says these nuts. All four of my Mustangs are tuned. Never had a problem. Awesome tuners. All engaged, by the way. Oh, that's you, Alex. I'll catch the replay later. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. So, again. <laughs> he understood what I was <laughs> So, <laughs> if a small percentage of the population in car shows is causing the biggest amount of problems, you outlaw them. It's not that hard all right guys i'm gonna get out of here thank you very much for hanging out with me today we talked about the whipple releasing the s650 supercharger we talked about the demon 170 potentially being an eight second car with a hundred thousand dollar markup then we talked about uh hush money we talked about chris nardi talked about a little bit of everything we talked about how i want the fairmont to look when it's all said and done and i'm gonna spend the money on the fairmont to get a legal cage in it so i gotta get working gotta get cleaned up gotta get it sent to pennsylvania to get some work done and i'm hoping to bring you a step-by-step -step process of hush money 2.0 build i'm out of here i'll see you guys not thursday because we will be observing the holiday let's skip it all the way to sunday so everyone is caught up i want to be do my own thing Thursday, Friday. No show Thursday or Friday. I'll probably release a video, though. I, I might release a video. So be on the lookout for a video. I, I try to get you at least five videos a week or so. So if I can do that, life is good. Tomorrow, I will be on The Dating Channel. If you're not on The Dating Channel, check it out. The Dating Channel. That Dating Channel on YouTube. And we'll talk some shit on dating tomorrow at 8 p.m. for about an hour. Have a good rest of your week. Have a great Thanksgiving. Spend it with family. Don't talk politics because it's just going to go downhill. Trust me. And I'll see you guys bright and early for Peasant Chat. 9.30 a.m. on Sunday right here on this channel. Have a good rest of your night. See you guys later. Bye.